from Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet, streaming and text at wia.org.au. Hey, good day, it's Graham, VK4 Baker Baker with the national news for week commencing June 28, 2020. We'll get right into it and joining us first up, we've got Grant Willis and Peter Klee. I am WIA Director and Secretary Peter, VK8ZZ. The Board of the WIA has this week appointed Scott Williams, VK3KJ, to fill a current vacancy on that board. Scott's appointment will be until the cessation of the WIA AGM next month. The constitution of the WIA provides that the number of board members can be determined by resolution of that board. The current minimum number of board members is five and the maximum number is seven. At the conclusion of the AGM to be held next month, Aidan, VK4APM, will retire and as a result there will be only five board members. Continuing directors Greg, VK2GPK and Peter, VK8ZZ, whose term will end in 2021. The three new directors coming onto the board from the recent election process, namely Lee, VK3GK, Phil, VK2CPR and Oscar, VK3TX, will continue on until 2022. So there will be two vacancies on the board next month. The board of the WIA are now calling for expressions of interest to fill those two vacant board positions. Please complete the nomination form on the WIA webpage and send your expressions of interest to the Secretary. As promised in last week's broadcast and my email to members, I wish to update you on the progress of the publication of AR magazine. I am pleased to confirm that Peter Wrench, VK3FPSR, has been appointed as the Secretary of the AR Publications Group. Peter has hit the ground running and has been working through the articles to be published in the magazines. Welcome aboard, Peter. The Publications Group met last Thursday evening and progress is being made. I will report again next week. There has been a very positive reaction to the email that I sent out to members last week. I'm still in the process of replying to all of the emails that I have received in reply. We now have an adequate number of volunteer proofreaders and we also have two volunteers step up to assist provide editorial assistance. However, we are still looking for people to spread the workload and to provide editorial assistance in both print and online publications. Expressions of interest should also be sent to the Secretary. So this has been Peter Clee, VK8ZZ. This is Grant, VK5GR, on behalf of the WIA Spectrum Strategy Committee and the WIA Board, with some news on the proposed 60 metre amateur band here in Australia. The ACMA recently released a discussion paper proposing four options to finalise access to the 5351.5 to 5366.5 kHz band for VK amateur service operators. This is the next step in the process following inclusion of the ITU agreed amateur service allocation in the Australian Radio Spectrum Plan since World Radio Conference 2015. The four options presented take into account the need to manage sharing and interference between the amateur service and the incumbent commercial and government spectrum users. They are 
One, grant nationwide access except for Queensland, where a significant number of commercial licences have been granted. Two, grant nationwide use, but exclude amateur access to the top 1.5 kilohertz of the nominated ITU band. Three, implement channelised and geographically restricted areas to manage inter-service interference. Or four, not permit amateur service access to the band at all in Australia. The WIA has supported option two, noting that the top 1.5 kilohertz of the band has hundreds of commercial land mobile licenses allocated across Queensland which require protection from interference. Support for this option was also strengthened by the feedback from over 1,000 amateur radio operators across Australia who responded to the WIA survey conducted over recent weeks. Other evidence supporting amateur service access included a successful sharing track record with commercial users on the 30 metre band, the low power levels being proposed by ACMA in alignment with ITU, and the ability for amateurs to use a variety of communications techniques, including modes that can utilise the inter-channel guard bands in the commercial band plan without impacting non-amateur communications. All of these arguments form, in the opinion of the WIA, a compelling case for access to the band in Australia by Australian radio amateurs. So, what are the next steps you may ask? Well, the ACMA will now consider all of these responses from amateurs and the industry, and if they find the case compelling, with like amateurs will see a draft revision of the amateur LCDs in due course, granting final access to the band. The WIA will continue active discussions pushing access to the band with ACMA. We want VK amateurs to join with the more than 80 other countries in realising the benefits of the 60 metre band to the amateur service as a matter of priority. As the process continues, keep watching the WIA website and listening to this broadcast for further updates. This has been Grant, VK5GR, for the WIA Spectrum Committee and the WIA Board. This is VK1 WIA. All points of contacts from today's news stories are to be found in print when you read the web editions www.wia.org.au Across Australia from VK1 WIA you are tuned to the WIA National News Service. In Adelaide it is relayed on 6 metres on 53.1 MHz AM at 0900 hours Central Standard Time. I'm Ben, VK5, Bravo Bravo. And now to some educational news. Volunteer Examiners Australia are able to perform online remote exam sessions for both AMC and ARRLVE examinations. VEA has AMC Level 3 examiners that can conduct remote online examinations. ARRL has entrusted them, by extension the FCC, to be examiners for FCC-issued licences via remote online examinations. Volunteer examiners must ensure the exam is conducted fairly and with the same level of integrity as for an in-person examination. Candidates do need to be aware there are conditions and eligibility in registering to do an ARRL online remote examination. For example, living in a remote location or the candidate is physically impaired to attend an examination session. VEA does run bi-monthly AMC and ARRL VE exam sessions. So if you're interested, visit their website. And currently they have examiners in Queensland, New South Wales, South Australia, West Australia and 
and Victoria. From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. International news with thanks to IARU, RSGB, SARL, Southgate Amateur Radio Club, ARRL, RAC, NZART, Amateur Radio Newsline and the worldwide sources of the WIA. I'm Jason, VK2LAW. Leading this week's international news from the UK tonight at 8. Antennas for small gardens. Don't forget the RSGB series of webinars that we've reported on previously because on June 29, the next Tonight at 8, is on and is a presentation on antennas for small gardens. You can watch the live stream and ask questions on either the RSGB YouTube channel or the special Tonight at 8 channel on the BATC website and you can also watch previous talks in the series at the same time. All RSGB ham radio exam slots for July are now booked. All the amateur radio online exam slots for July that were made available on June 1 have now been booked. It's believed the RSGB made 600 exam slots available for July, but the demand for online exams has been so high that the last of the slots were booked on June 22, and now people have started booking the August slots. Pat Herbert, curator of the Hurdy-Gurdy Museum of Vintage Radio, Silent Key. The museum has been a very special place since it first opened in 2003 and many a VKZL amateur has visited. Pat was a real character and gentleman. He'd been collecting radio paraphernalia since the early 1950s when he was working on the building sites in London. The museum is a credit to him. It's a magical, quirky and welcoming Aladdin's cave where everybody receives a genuine personal welcome. Pat was an encyclopedia of knowledge on the history of radio and a great storyteller as well. He generously allowed the setting up of the amateur station Echo India Zero Mike Alfa Romeo in the Martello Tower and was always fascinated with the contacts made. Let's hope the museum continues as a celebration of Pat's life and passion for radio. To the USA now, virtual ham expo set for August. It's time to pack your virtual suitcase and prepare for a virtual journey that will take you to the first QSO Today Virtual Ham Expo. The venue may be virtual, but the hams and the expertise and support they're offering are very real. The QSO Today podcast, hosted by Eric Guth for Zulu One Uniform Golf, has already lined up such well-known speakers as Glenn Johnson to discuss de-expeditions, Ward Silver to talk about grounding and bonding, and John Portune to explain building slot antennas in an HOA environment. This free 48-hour event on August 8th and 9th is a first for the popular QSO Today podcast Eric hosts weekly. The virtual platform allows attendees to interact with exhibitors via chat, video and audio, and true to the Ham Expo experience, it will also feature an exhibit hall with booths, as well as an auditorium for speakers. Although the Expo will be live for 48 hours during the 8th and the 9th of August, it will be accessible for another 30 days as an on-demand event. For additional details, visit QSOTodayHamExpo.com and then make sure your smartphones, tablets and laptops will be charged up as you're likely to be there for some time.
Apple has announced CarKey, a way to wirelessly unlock your car with your iPhone. It could herald the start of an era that sees 13.560 MHz NFC transmitters installed in cars. NFC has a typical bandwidth of 14 kHz, but single sidebands may extend up to 1.8 MHz either side of 13.560 MHz. The data rates range from 106,000 to 424,000 BPS. Jason VK2LAW here, and I'll sign off, but for now with breaking news, here is editor Graham VK4BB. What happens when water molecules interact with metal surfaces? The result is nothing short of electric. So say researchers at Tel Aviv University who've just completed a study into how the atmosphere's water vapour might just provide a renewable energy source. Soda enthusiasts and other portable radio operators, are you listening? The study, from the university's Porter School of the Environment and Earth Sciences, published recently in Nature Scientific Reports, pursued the evolution of electricity in thunderstorms, noting how it morphs from vapour to droplets to ice and eventually spurs formation of the electricity we know as lightning. The researchers used a small low-voltage battery to determine voltage build-up between two discrete metal surfaces and found that when the environmental humidity dropped below 60%, So did the voltage. With humidity able to charge surfaces to as high as one volt, researcher Colin Price says he believes this process could eventually help develop batteries that could be recharged using water vapour in the air, provided the humidity is a very tropical 60% or higher. Across Australia from VK1WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service in the Northern Territory. And you can be heard on repeaters 146900, 146950, or and or frequencies 14.337, 10.1337, 7.1937, 7.1993, 3.555, and I am Carl with a K, call sign Victor Kilo 8. GIL for whiskey. News, talk and radio sport here with VK1 WIA. Ham Radio Operational News. It's a contact sport. I'm Felix VK 4FUQ. FTA DMC Anniversary Activity Days 2020. Several special event stations will be on the air during the FTA DMC Activity Days. Between July the 1st and 31st, then all stations will be the FTDMC or FTDM suffix. And here down under, listen for ZL6FTDMC. NZAT Memorial Contest July 4 and 5. IARUHF World Championship July 13 14. Trans Tasman Low Band Contest. Next contest 17 July. VK and ZL on 160, 80 and 40 metres using SSB, CW, ANRITY or PSK. RD or Remembrance Day Contest will be August 15 16. Oceania Contest. Voice from 0600 hours UTC Saturday October 3 to 0600 hours UTC Sunday October 4. CW from 0600 hours UTC Saturday October 10 to 0600 hours UTC Sunday October 11. CQ Worldwide DXSSP October 24, 25. CQ Worldwide DXCW November 28, 29. December 6 to 8, 160 metres worldwide. December 14, 15, 10 metres worldwide. 
the Ted Palin Wild Eggs Challenge. Four award periods each of three months starting in January of each calendar year, in two categories in the contest, Most Wanted and Top 5. Top 5, you try and work the five Most Wanted DXCC entities. Most Wanted, you work the Most Wanted DXCC entity. The DX entities in play are those Most Wanted during the three-month windows. All major running contest rules and results from the contest section of the WIA website. WIA DX Awards Program. New Triple Play Awards and here is VK3GA. The WIA Awards Committee is pleased to announce the availability of Triple Play DXCC Awards. A Triple Play is when you work a DXCC entity on all three modes, phone and CW and digital. These new awards are designed to encourage operation consistently across all three modes. Triple Play Awards are available for single band, multi-band and multi-mode, i.e. any band. Endorsements, including Honor Roll and Excellence, are also available as per the other DXCC awards. Triple Play has also been added to the annual DX Leaderboard competition as a new category. 73 from Graham Alston, VK3GA, WIA Awards Manager, on behalf of the Awards Committee. Thanks, Graham, and now let's peek through the DX window again. The 20th of June is the centenary of the Royal Corps of Signals. GB100 RSM has been on air and goes QIT at the end of this month. But don't despair. If you didn't work it, because another Royal Corps of Signals centenary station is GB100 RS, Royal Signals, which will start operating today, the 28th of June. Be listening for Giorgio, IE5HWS, who is on the air from Iraq until mid-July on 40, 20 and 10 metres. For details of his activation, visit the yi-stroke IU5HWS page on QIZ.com, which he is updating regularly. Falkland Islands. Look for VP8HDM-A, the HDM suffix standing for Historical Dockyard Museum, and it's to be active during the 2020 International Museum Weekends. Normally operations are from the Historic Dockyard Museum in Stanley, Falkland Islands, but due to the COVID-19 pandemic, VP8HDM-A will operate from alternative locations this final weekend of the event, 27th and 28th. For VK1WIA National News, I'm Felix VK4FUQ Inningham. From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. Hello. I'm Bruce, VK3FFF, Worldwide Special Interest Group News, ATV, as well as showing this WIA national news on your ATV channel. What about showing what the IARU is? The video, What is IARU, is now available on the IARU Region 2 website, and it explains the mission and roles of IARU to represent, develop, and defend frequencies for amateur radio around the world. It also explains the regional organisations and the critical roles of its 160-plus member societies. These videos are available in MP4 format at the link in this week's news from VK1WIA. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Final Frontier. 
NASA TV plans to have live coverage on Wednesday, July 1st, as astronauts Robert Benkin, KE5GGX, and Chris Cassidy, KF5KDR, venture outside the International Space Station to replace batteries on one of the ISS power channels. It's a power upgrade that swaps out the old nickel-hydrogen batteries with lithium-ion batteries that were delivered last month to the station on a Japanese space cargo ship. The live broadcast will be seen on NASA television and the agency's website, and it is expected that the walk could last as long as seven hours. Chris is the commander of Expedition 63 and will be identifiable by the red stripes on his spacesuit. Doug joined the crew in May following the historic launch of SpaceX's Crew Dragon Endeavour spacecraft. But wait, there are even more happenings above the Earth, and this one concerns the Sun. With the first twinklings of Solar Cycle 25, it appears we're getting some big help into solar insights from the solar orbiter that was launched earlier this year by the European Space Agency from the Kennedy Space Centre in Florida. On Monday, June 15th, the orbiter was reported to have made its first perillion, the point in the orbit that is closest to the sun, in its mission to capture detailed imagery. In this case, that distance is 77 million kilometres. Although the Parker Solar Probe launched in 2018 by NASA makes approaches closer to the Sun, it does not have telescopes to capture such direct imagery as this orbiter does. A posting on the ESA website said that the images are to be released in mid-July and are described as the closest images of the Sun to ever be taken. Scientists hope the probe will gather additional details about solar winds, flares, magnetic fields and atmosphere. It will also attempt to capture the first images of its polar regions. Worldwide Special Interest Group's ILLW International Lighthouse Lightship Weekend The 23rd ILLW, which usually takes place during the third weekend of August, has been moved to August 22nd, 23rd. There are already over 180 registered lighthouse lightship stations listed. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Rescue Radio. Somewhere in the Atlantic. Emergency Call. ARRL letter reports Ken Dix, KB2KBD, picked up an emergency call on his two-metre repeater. Richard Tashner, N2EO, was suffering a medical emergency and could not reach his phone to call for help. But he was close enough to grab the microphone to his DMR radio. Dix called a police department in New York and help was sent. New York dispatchers were able to hear part of the call and were also surprised at how quickly the information had been relayed across the Atlantic. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Yota, Young Hams here in Australia and across the ditch in New Zealand may be getting a different way to spend their summers soon. Jim Meachin, ZL2BHF, has been following this development. 
The organization is called Youngsters on the Air Oceania, and it's something of a youngster itself, having only come into being in late May of this year. Its members, however, can surely relate. They are the youngest ham radio operators in New Zealand and Australia, and they share a youthful devotion to radio operating and all it entails, from antenna building to participating in nets. Benjamin Isaacs, ZL2BCI, told Newsline he has created the group to fill a gap in services and mentoring for this next generation of hams. A safe place to ask technical questions or any questions at all relating to ham radio. Benjamin is also hopeful that by next summer there might be a YOTA Oceania camp, possibly held in Wellington, New Zealand's capital, or Auckland. He told Newsline that in its short lifetime, YOTA Oceania has already attracted more than 80 members. The group is also looking for adults who can offer skills, contact, and experience. I'm Jim Meachin, ZL2BHF. Look for updates on the group's Facebook page, and of course here, where we'll be reporting important developments as Yota Oceana grows and matures. That's all for me, Bruce VK3 Triple F in sunny Bendigo. But with more special interest group news, here is our editor Graham VK4 BB. Thanks, Bruce, and it's to one of my special favourite interest groups, ballooning. APRS and Whisper Balloon completes its second circumnavigation of Earth. The balloon, launched May 20 by W5KUB, has begun its third circumnavigation of Earth, transmitting APRS and Whisper. The balloon, flying at between 43 and 45,000 feet, completed its second trip around the globe June 19, crossing the Atlantic Ocean in record time at speeds of above 170 miles per hour. The balloon is identified as W5KUB-18. As the balloon website states, the mission and goal are to launch a high-altitude balloon for long duration and multiple trips around the world. The balloon, an SBS-13, is capable of flying up to 45,000 feet. It'll be fitted with hydrogen to obtain higher altitude. The website explains, it'll be solar-powered only. No batteries, so it'll only transmit during daylight, and they will receive tracking every 10 minutes via Whisper on HF 14.0971. Tracking transmissions, however, will be turned off over the UK, Yemen, and North Korea due to their regulations. Across Australia, from VK1 WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service. From Brisbane, it can be heard on 7130 kilohertz lower sideband every Sunday at 9am Eastern Standard Time. I'm Gary, VK4AR. This is VK1WIA. All points of contacts from today's news stories are to be found in print when you read the web editions. www.wia.org.au. On the 2020 social scene. VK7, the biennial ham fest, happens November 20 to 22. In VK4, it's the annual dinner of the Rockhampton Amateur Radio Club. VK4 again, Tark, the Townsville Amateur Radio Club, their Christmas party Sunday the 13th of December, and their Christmas lights tour the 18th of December. 
In 2021, in VK4, it's the Tark Australia Day Long Week Family Radio Camp. VK2, it's the Wyong Field Day, February 28. The WIA Annual Conference happens in 2021 in Hobart, April 30 to May 2. And Alara Meet in 2021 in Bendigo, October 1 to 4. Now the final final and reception reports. The WIA news rebroadcasters, well, they often give shortwave listeners a welcome to the broadcast as they commence callbacks straight after their local news. Local news always follows the national news in all states and it would be great if those shortwave listeners would email their reception reports and location to callbacks at wia.org.au. Now here's one such report received from VK6 last weekend. It comes from Lee, VK6TY, and it's addressed to Phil. Phil, I listened to your broadcast on 160 metres this morning, and it sounded fantastic. It was one of those days from long ago. I had no noise. You were loud and clear. Broadcast quality, in fact, BBC quality. If you're on the 890, it sounded great. Congratulations on a first-class broadcast station. It's a real credit to you. Five, nine plus all the way through. Take care. And that's from Phil. And with that, it's farewell and walk softly from Graham, VK4BB. From Australia, this has been VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service. On RF, we thank our rebroadcast team and you for listening. And remember, internet streaming and text of this news is available 24-7 at wia.org.au.